0: Hi, Scott Walker here on You Can't Recall Courage. Thanks again for joining us on our podcast, and a happy Memorial Day to all of you. Uh, it's finally a time when we can start thinking about what the difference is between the work week and the weekends. And I hope, I hope like you would at any time, but maybe even more so now because we've we've had more time to reflect on our faith, our family, our friends. I hope that this Memorial Day weekend, even without official ceremonies taking place in most parts across the country. I know there are some virtual uh, celebrations and and ceremonies. It's really not a celebration, it's ceremonies uh, are taking place. And I hope you'll take some time to think about those service members, those defenders, those great patriots of our country who paid the ultimate sacrifice. There are so many I can think of of the past, but one in particular I wanna talk about this Memorial Day weekend uh, someone who came to mind again this past year, as a, uh, I had a chance to see a movie, a documentary that finally came out after years of, of pushing for this, particularly from his sister Janine. Finally, a fitting documentary in tribute to the life of Lance Peter Sayjan. It came out. I saw it at the Milwaukee County War Memorial this past year, and I want to share a little bit about both his life and and his last mission, and why it's so important to think about heroes uh like uh like lance syjohn uh, lance was uh, was born uh, right here in milwaukee where i'm at today His parents who i got to know over the years when i was county executive in particular sylvester and jane syjohn lance was born in 1942 april 13th to be exact in milwaukee uh, his dad owned a restaurant and uh, uh was a serbian in fact his parents uh, immigrated from serbia during world war one His mom was just a beautiful woman, uh, Irish-American, and Lance was the oldest of three kids. Uh, I, over the years, have gotten to know not only his parents, uh, but his sister, who really was the champion uh, behind this uh, fitting tribute, not only the documentary, uh, but about a fitting reminder as people go into Milwaukee's General Mitchell International Airport. He went to Bayview High School and then later uh, was appointed to uh, the United States Air Force Academy in Colorado Springs, Colorado. He was on the football team, big guy, burly guy, strong guy. He was on the football team, and finally as senior he quit because he just wanted to focus uh, on his, uh, his academics, on his studies. And uh, after he was done at uh, the Air Force Academy, he was assigned to the 480th Tactical Fighter Squadron, uh, the 366th Fighter Wing stationed in South Korea, and he flew as a pilot and assistance officer in an F-4 Phantom. Now, I, I find this particularly interesting, uh, but on March 4th, 1976, uh, President Gerald Ford presented the, uh, the uh, Medal of Honor uh, to Lance's parents, Sylvester and Jane Syjohn. They did it at a ceremony. At the, uh, the White House, as I recall, I think, having seen footage in the past, there were four individuals. I think one of the, the four uh, that uh, received the Medal of Honor uh, that day, along with Lance, uh, who received it, or his parents received it in his behalf, was Admiral, who a gentleman who ended up becoming Admiral Stockdale, who was, uh, ironically, uh, Ross Perot Sr.'s running mate years later uh, in his attempt uh back in 1992 for the presidency. But it's interesting to me, the best way to describe what happened is to read the Medal of Honor citation. The President of the United States, in the name of the Congress, takes pride in presenting the Medal of Honor to Lance Sajjan-Lance P, rank and organization, captain, U.S. Air Force, fourth allied POW wing, pilot of an F-4C aircraft, Place and date: North Vietnam, nine November nineteen sixty seven. He entered service in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Born, as I mentioned, thirteen April nineteen forty two in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Here's the key citation says: While on a flight over North Korea, North Vietnam, Captain Saigon ejected from his disabled aircraft and successfully evaded capture for more than six weeks. During this time, he was seriously injured and suffered from shock and extreme weight loss due to lack of food. After being captured by North Vietnamese soldiers, Captain Sai John was taken to a holding point for a subsequent transfer to a prisoner of war camp. In his emaciated and crippled condition, he overpowered one of his guards and crawled into the jungle, only to be recaptured after hours. He was then transferred to another prison camp where he was kept in solitary confinement and interrogated at length. During interrogation he was severely tortured however he did not divulge any information to his captors. Captain Sijon lapsed in delirium and was placed in the care of another prisoner. During his intermittent periods of consciousness until his death he never complained of his physical condition and on several occasions spoke of future escape attempts. Captain Saijon's extraordinary heroism and intrepidity above and beyond the call of duty at the cost of his life or in keeping with the highest traditions of the U.S. Air Force and reflect great credit upon himself and the U.S. Armed Forces. Presented that day by President Gerald Ford. It's really remarkable uh, thinking about uh, this story because, again, this would be an amazing story no matter what. Uh, he was the the first uh, graduate of the United States Air Force Academy to receive the Medal of Honor. And so in his honor, a cadet dormitory is now named Sijon Hall. It was dedicated on Memorial Day, this fitting thinking about this weekend, on Memorial Day 1976, the year of our nation's bicentennial. There have been a number of other tributes. A scholarship was named in Milwaukee on his behalf. There's actually a a field in Milwaukee, uh, the city of Milwaukee, named after, dedicated after him, Sai John Playfield. There are a number of honors tied into the Serbian community. And uh, I I noticed over the years, when I was in office long before governor, I'd been down at the 440th airlift wing. Up until recently, there was an F-4 Phantom, a jet fighter on display in front of the 440th, painted using the color scheme of the one that uh, Lance John uh, flew in a, in his missions. When the 440th, uh, back about a decade and a half ago, was relocated to Pope Air Force Base in North Carolina, uh, there was some talk about putting it down on the lakefront of Milwaukee at the Vietnam Veterans Memorial. In the end, though, they put it uh, about three years ago, just a little over three years ago, it was put... Uh, just off to the side, uh, as you enter General Mitchell International Airport, in Milwaukee, and an unbelievable, an unbelievable tribute. Again, major thanks and kudos to his sister, his beloved sister uh, Jane, who or Janine, excuse me, who who put that all together. Not just moving it there where it was, got much more uh, attention. People could pull off. There's a post office there. You could see it on the way as you come into the airport. Uh, j- just remarkable, uh, but but the ceremony she put together that day. There were even people, folks uh, uh, parachuting out of airplanes. Uh, the program was amazing. I was honored to be a part of it. It's mentioned a little bit in the documentary. And then when we come back, I want to tell you a little bit about what a number of people who were there, including a number of prisoners of war (POWs) who who knew. Plant Sajon and knew what he went through. And one other amazing surprise guest who joined us at that special ceremony back in 2017. Just a reminder of the incredible sacrifice, not only of Sajon and of his family, but so many other great American heroes have done throughout the ages. We'll be right back. It's Scott Walker back, and you can't recall courage. Um, boy, talking about courage... Any of the courage any of us in politics have displayed is nothing compared to the courage of some amazing patriots, some absolute hero, heroes uh, for their sacrifice and the sacrifice of their family. There's just no amount uh, can, we can repay them as a nation other than to to carry on their commitment to freedom, not just this Memorial Day weekend, but going on. So anyone listening who's got a member of the service or a veteran in their family a big thank you and to those of you who are serving or have served uh, we cannot say thank you enough of course veterans day is the day when we thank all of our veterans a few weeks ago uh, we had armed forces a day to think about those in in the military today but memorial day of you don't understand this but memorial day is the day that we particularly honor uh, those who served our country in the military who made the ultimate sacrifice and. As I just read the citation uh, from President Ford given to Lance Saijian's family, uh, it's important to remember the incredible sacrifice. And I, I mentioned his, his sister, Janine, did this fabulous job about three years ago. Uh, the F4C Phantom jet that's painted, as I mentioned, the same colors as the aircraft that Lance Saijian uh, flew in in Vietnam now looms proudly uh, over the Lance P. Saijon Memorial Plaza, uh, just at the entrance, uh, just at the entrance to Milwaukee's uh, General Mitchell International Airport, I was honored to be a part of that, along with our state's adjutant general, the the leader of the ten thousand strong men and women of the Wisconsin National Guard, uh, the the head, uh, the commander, I should say, of the one hundred twenty eighth Air Refueling Wing, was there and actually read a letter from. From Senator John McCain, who of course, uh, we know was a prisoner of war and and uh, in fact, the commander uh, before he got up, mentioned that he too went to the Air Force Academy and Air Force academy and and mentioned this that every cadet knows his story. It was the touchstone for all of us. Um, you have bad days at the academy it's designed to to be tough, but his story of perseverance keeps us going. Understandably, when he read the letter, one of the things that stood out was McCain acknowledged that, uh, talked about uh, Sai John's historic tale and uh, mentioned that he he hadn't directly known him, but that his story had made its way around other POWs. And he remembered Sai John as a man who would not yield his humanity no matter what the consequences. As we saw in the citation, the North Vietnamese guards repeatedly tortured him for trying to get some sort of information um, because they didn't think he had long to live. You see, the injuries just from the from from being ejected from the plane alone were life threatening. But then to have crawled through the jungle, to um, to then escape and be back out again, you know, hearing and there were a number of uh, multiple uh, colleagues of his, multiple POWs who attended the ceremony and just to hear about the weakened state that Saigon was in and then to try and still try to get out, uh, to escape, uh, to resist his captors. Uh, one of the folks in attendance mentioned that he, he literally didn't recognize Lance Sijon. Uh, he was, you know, here was this guy who played football, this big, burly, tall guy, uh, looked like in the pictures he could have easily played, not just for the Air Force Academy, but for the Packers or any other pro team, was just a fraction of himself, himself. Uh, the the lack of food, the lack of water, the injuries, uh, the disease, all the things there just showed he ultimately in the end his weight had dropped to under a hundred pounds. He had swords and infections and all the things of trying to evade capture uh, throughout the six weeks, and uh, that that's really what uh, like one of the guys stood out was Captain Guy grutters who had graduated from the Air Force Academy the year before Sai John. Um, and he was just struck by the fact that the next time he saw him, the next time he saw him uh, was uh, was in this POW camp. Saijon recognized Grutter's, but Captain Guy Grutter said he didn't recognize him. And when Saijon told him, he said his heart stopped. He just couldn't believe it. He was just so emaciated, uh, emaciated. It was just unbelievable. Uh, Grutter's in his own right, another one of those great heroes. He'd spent five and a half years at that time as a, uh, or, or not at the time, overall, he spent five and a half years as a prisoner of war, and he's the one, to his credit, that continued the story of Lance Sijon, and uh, I think probably as much as anyone other than his family was key in uh, making sure that Lance received the uh, recognition and ultimately the Medal of Honor citation from the President of the United States. One other fun note. Uh, in addition to those POWs and family and others who were there, one of the more touching moments was when a a woman stood up and was introduced as a flight attendant who'd gotten to know Lance on the flights on the flight from the United States uh, to Vietnam and and Lance had even um, was hoping to date. Um, she hadn't seen him since that time, some fifty years, uh, nearly fifty years earlier but showed up for that special ceremony, Um, one of just a number of moving moments. I also thought back years before that, uh, long before I was governor, uh, there was a really fitting tribute made, a a memorial uh, at uh, Lance's final resting place, the Lance Sijon Memorial site at Arlington Park, not Arlington National, Arlington Park Cemetery, right on South 27th Street in Milwaukee, there's the, the tombstone is cut to look like uh, an airplane, a, an Air Force uh, airplane. And as part of the dedication of that tombstone and that plaza, uh, that site, uh, I, I give credit to Ross Pro Senior showed up. I remember it was pouring rain, an incredible crowd. And there he stood uh, to pay tribute knowing that uh, for Mr. Perot, it was one of the things he, he had tried to do was to save uh, people like Lance in Vietnam. And uh, an incredible reminder that whether it was in Vietnam, whether it's been in Iraq or Afghanistan, uh, whether it's been in the past in Korea or in each of the world wars, at any point throughout our nation's history, there have been people who've paid the ultimate, ultimate sacrifice. Today, we live in the land of the free, because of the brave. Lance John was one of the bravest of them all. Until next time, keep fighting for freedom. And let's say a special prayer, not just for those lost souls, but the families they left behind. And continue to pray for those fighting in harm's way, even as we speak.